give me a second. <laughs> this is such a deep conversation. We're getting lost in our deep sauce. <laughs> We're getting lost in the many layers of the onion that creates a giant onion. Hello and welcome to Voice Hugs, a podcast on becoming your best self and embracing all seasons of life with open arms. This is your host, Viv and Ro. Hi everyone! So, I want to start off by sharing something that may seem completely irrelevant to today's topic, but we'll see why they're all connected. And it connects in a very strange but beautiful way. So last weekend, I literally spent all of Saturday and Sunday binging a Korean drama that honestly wasn't even that great. It's like (laughs) a solid B plus, but I just, I wanted to, and I did. And while I was watching it, I was still decluttering. I was still packing up my apartment because I will be moving very soon, which also goes to show that there's so much better, quote, better things that I could be spending my time on. Mm -hmm. So this week, when I was talking to my coach, for the first time, I feel like because we worked through so much over the past six months that I didn't have anything in front of mine. Like there wasn't an argument, there wasn't something happening at work, there wasn't something happening in my own life that I wanted to talk about. So I decided to talk about why do I sometimes do things that I know I shouldn't be doing, even in that moment, like as I was binging dramas, the little angel row on my shoulder is like, Ro, maybe you should read, maybe you should meditate, maybe you should get up and do qigong, or maybe you should catch up on work or get ahead of work. But this other side of me, I don't even, it's like not angel and devil, but it's just this other side is like, maybe not maybe you should just enjoy yourself because you deserve it and it's not even saying that it's just like i'm just not listening to this side at all Mm -hmm. even though i know maybe i should be quote unquote should be doing something else so as i explain this my coach goes it sounds like you're shooting yourself and i go i'm not because i know i shouldn't be doing this (laughs) it's like what part of you is telling you that and i'm like me rowena is telling me i shouldn't be doing this thing so within coaching and within therapy i believe we talked about this in previous episodes there's this thing called parts work where my coach had me connect to this part of me that just wanted to indulge and wanted to hang out and chill and not do the uncomfortable thing of getting up and maybe i don't know switching gears and meditating or switching gears and reading even though i know it's something that may be good for me So we got in touch with the side and the very general coaching and therapy question is like, what is the side trying to protect you from? And I sat there for a solid minute or two just being like, what are you trying to protect me from? And it's like, I'm trying to protect you from disappointment. I was like, interesting, disappointment from what? And I think because I've experienced loss when I was much younger, to not have any expectations means I will never be disappointed in myself, in other people, in situations. So instead of 
thinking through and instead of facing what's uncomfortable and facing you know my feelings or my thoughts or working through something let's just not let's just run away let's just avoid let's just numb and let's just escape Mm. so when this came up i was like oh this took an unexpected turn and then my coach goes why don't you try to start a dialogue with this part of you what is it trying to tell you or what would it tell you in this moment so as i settled in and like started really trying to listen i was very surprised that this voice is actually very gentle because mm. it says, i love you i'm trying to protect you i saw how hurt you were and i want to protect you from hurt and because it was so gentle i was so taken aback and i just started crying not like crazy bawling but i was just very touched like whoa like this side of me that i was 15 minutes ago just judging as like lazy as you know it just it's always been trying to escape it's always trying to not let me feel this part of me is actually just looking out for me and is protecting me from things that it may sense as danger and so this is just what it has known its whole life or like since i was maybe 17 18 when the loss happened okay so long story short you know i had a conversation with this side of me i thanked it i acknowledged it it felt seen it felt heard you know if you guys listened to our last episode of nonviolent communications it felt like its need was being heard. It felt like the request that it wanted was also met. At the end, my coach was like, okay, what does this part want to do now? And I was like, you know what? That the pressure that I felt around my heart, it just dissolved. And this part of me now wants to travel around and meet the different parts of Rowena. This part wants to invite other people into my heart and to have tea and to just share in community and to just be able to love, like to bring people in and to be able to actually fully love. I think that is a true reflection of where I currently am now in my life. And so tying it all back to today's episode, we read an email from one of you beautiful souls. We'll call you Elle. You said, My personal gratitude practice for 2023 is spending a few minutes every now and then to thank someone for the things they create, like this podcast, starting with people further away who will probably not respond, but nevertheless hopefully feel appreciated and cared for, and then move to people closer to me, as this is sometimes more scary, maybe an interesting idea for a podcast. If you ever experience the same, how to deal with fear of intimacy, not just in romantic relationships, but also with parents and friends. So this was a very long intro (laughs) of my very personal experience of, yes, intimacy is hard, especially with people who are close to you. And especially if you've gone through a lot in the past. And I think like within the story I just shared, it's also interesting how this can show up in your life in ways that you may not even know. Like me distracting myself and watching Korean dramas, I would never have connected that to fear of connection. Mm, Yeah. Or like intimacy or just like connecting with myself. Yeah, I mean, I think there's so many things that came up for me when I heard that story. I think like for one, I loved how 
it transitioned from you judging yourself, like this part of you that, you know, you were shooting a part of you. And what came out of the whole thing was that like, that part of you was actually just protecting you. And there is reason and purpose. And like, sometimes it's not something that we are conscious of, like you said, but it's there for a reason. And there's actually so much more love that we can give to ourselves and all parts of us. It's less about like the good and the bad and more about just accepting and appreciating and knowing that I don't know like sometimes I feel like we are all inherently good people and or at least that's what I'd like to believe and tapping into that and like remembering that at the core is can really change how you perceive your life and how you open up your heart to others right the more you're able to love those parts of yourself the more you're excited to have tea with people and invite others into your world which i can definitely sense from you as you enter this new chapter in your life yeah this fear of intimacy and what the our listener l shared in her email it's so interesting because why is it that it's easier to say thank you to someone far away than to really show up vulnerably in a relationship that means something to you. Like I think having experienced loss at a young age for yourself, and I think for me, some of my past experiences, as much as we value connection, as much as we value, you know, even in the last episode, we were both wanting quality time from our significant others. As much as we want that like deep connection, it's actually still so tough for both of us in our own ways to open up let other people in if anything like let more than one person in can be very scary yeah so this topic is definitely very present in my life like i definitely still think this fear exists i can resonate with the listener i can resonate with your story as well how does it normally show up in your life i think i'm really afraid of abandonment like being left and oftentimes that triggers a lot of anxiety in me in any relationship. And so I know we've talked about this in the past with attachment theory, the anxious attachment style, the avoidant attachment style. I'm very anxious. Like if a friend doesn't text me back, you know, like I start overthinking. Spiraling. Yeah. Like even you, if you don't text me back, I'm like, uh oh, something's wrong, you know? And it takes a while for me to talk myself out of that. I don't know, this fear of being left, but how does that relate to I want to be close, but I'm also so scared of being close. Like I want to be close to people so badly and I want to feel so connected. But then by doing that, it exposes you and your world and like your heart and the, the potential of them leaving, whether it's they physically leave, whether it's they're emotionally not present or if, you know, they're just not there anymore. That pain of not having someone there is so scary that it prevents me from truly staying grounded in and present in a relationship and like really developing a secure attachment sometimes. It sounds like there may be a part of you that's trying to protect you from potential abandonment 
mm-hmm. similar to you know me and maybe disappointment or people leaving, that it's telling you to like it's okay you don't need to open up you don't need to get that deep because what if you do and then what if they leave then you know what you've believed your whole life will come true so let's just not even go there yeah like when i think about even my relationship with my boyfriend right now i'm always like i want to feel more connected and you know i feel like we can have more intimate conversations But then his response is always, how come you don't start the conversation? Like I'm requesting it, but then I don't put myself out there on, I'm not like an open book. I almost want someone to make me feel safe first and create that space for me. But it's so hard because I think like when you do put yourself out there, there's that fear of rejection and that fear that they're not going to understand or they're going to judge you or it's going to make you look bad for some reason. Like something's going to happen that makes them want to leave. And so you kind of just keep everyone at bay. But in the end, you feel not fulfilled. You don't feel like super connected. And so clearly it's still a struggle in my life right now. (laughs) I think what's interesting about what the listener also shared in the email is that why is it easier to open up and like share your feelings with strangers? You know, sometimes we receive really, really intimate stories on voice hugs like email and or DMs. And I'm just so like in shock at how open people are with sharing such intimate details in their life with us. And I can imagine myself being in a similar position where I'm sharing something, this podcast, sharing something so intimate, you know, with people that I don't know, that 99% of these conversations I have with you and I share out on the internet and in the world, I don't have with my parents. And it's it's crazy. Like my parents are so important to me and it's so hard for me to have these conversations with them. And so going back to what the listeners shared, that second half of the email, why is it, you know, like have you had experiences where you felt similar, where it's easier to open up to? I mean, you also did that too, right? With you too. <laughs> why? Why? I feel like because a stranger, like because you've labeled them as a stranger in your life, it's easy to pour your heart out because there's no strings attached. You're just telling your story to someone on the subway. You're telling your story to someone in passing at a cafe. I don't know if you share your life story, but sometimes magical things like that happen. And you're just like, wow, amazing conversation, beautiful vibes, move on with my life. You forget you forget that even happened. And I think that's only possible because you don't have expectations for this person. Whether they like you or not, whether they think you're too much or not, that all doesn't really matter because you'll never see them ever again. Mm-hmm. But when it's someone close to you to be able to share these different parts of you is probably scarier because there are strings attached. Because this friend is friends with other people in your lives or because you care deeply about this person and what they think of you. And so that 
is probably what makes it scarier than to just talk into a microphone <laughs> or talk in front of a camera. Yeah, there's just like a lot more to lose. It's interesting because there's a lot to lose, but there's also so much more to gain. Mm -hmm. You know, like when you really invest your time into the relationships in your life, there's just so much that you can get from it. Yet we hold ourselves back from fear of judgment, fear of disappointment, like you said, fear of pain, fear of abandonment. And I'd love to know, like, what are some steps to overcome that like I'm I'm truly drawing a blank during this episode I'm like <laughs> why am I like this like why it's obviously so important to me right like we have a podcast about connection and connecting with people and we're going through every week trying to figure out how can we better connect with ourselves how can we better connect with our friends and family yet this is still something that's so tough I think there's many ways to approach this instead of just one onion there's many onions that create this giant onion of connection and i think the part of it that we've been kind of touching on is like understanding the why of like why is this important to you but also maybe why are you the way that you are and as you guys heard in the very long intro that i just shared it manifested as something so small i was a bit bothered by the fact that I'm doing things that I know I quote-unquote shouldn't be doing but that led to me realizing oh there's actually a much bigger deeper rooted core of the onion and I think like that's one part to whether it is through coaching whether it's through therapy whether it's through journaling to like really get to the core of the onion that's not easy and I think at the same time like even though I just this week came to this realization of the different parts of me and that it just wants to protect me all of that it's a very beautiful thing I can also simultaneously work to open up more if it's something that I care about I think I also think it's the same thing though it's like the 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 root of it is I want to connect with people more why have I been holding myself back there's all of these many different reasons Give me a second. <laughs> this is such a deep conversation. We're getting lost in our deep sauce. <laughs> We're getting lost in the many layers of the onion that creates a giant onion. So I think the important thing is just to know <laughs> that this is something you want to do. Because as soon as you have the heart of wanting to truly connect with people, that will already change your perspective. Even if it is hard, I want to try. That is already like a big shift in perspective. And I can confidently say that in my 20s, I didn't truly want to let people in or to get close to people. And Viv is nodding because she can definitely feel that from me. Not in a bad way. I think like during that time, you completely jumped into work, right? And I think... Whenever we do something like that, when we jump into work, when we binge watch Korean dramas, when our mind is just not really allowing us to reflect. And I think this is actually coming out in this conversation here where like I'm having a really hard time with 
just thoughts forming right now because I think there's resistance within me um, on this topic. But I think like when that happens, it's our way of it's just not ready. Like it's not ready to have that fear of intimacy, whether it's you're not ready to reflect on it. You're not ready to be open to it. You don't want to let anyone in. And yes, I I totally agree with like it does start with the why and it starts with us being open to it at the same time isn't it crazy how much your body truly truly we talk about this all the time but it truly communicates to you what it's ready for what it's not ready for it's like always protecting you from sometimes yourself um but it's also a really cool thing because i think like in a lot of ways it's working for you and learning to love that part of you may actually be the first step to allowing yourself to be intimate with yourself. How have you overcome this fear of intimacy and not being afraid to be vulnerable and show up in relationships? So the interesting thing is, like when I go about my day, I'm not aware that I'm fearful of intimacy. Because you know how like when I shared earlier, like my whole story of how I started off with something completely irrelevant and then it like trickled down into like the very deep core of the root of the onion and it was like, oh, it just wants to protect you from disappointment and it just wants to protect you from being hurt. And I think from that perspective, it's just interesting that you sometimes gaslight yourself to even thinking that you're not not afraid. Mm. I think people who watch my videos, people who listen to this podcast are probably thinking Rowena doesn't seem like someone who would be afraid of intimacy. But I think as with everything in life, there's like many layers to intimacy too. And I think the way that I've kind of been going about my existence to kind of be close to people without being fully close to people is that I'm still very open and transparent about my feelings and the things that I'm going through. If people ask me a question, I'm an open book. If they're like, hey, you know, why did you start YouTube? Or, you know, how is your mental health? Or, you know, how are you? I'm not afraid to share truthfully of where I'm at. I think the thing that I've been working on the most is like that last like arms distance with people of like fully letting people into my life because I think there's still that fear of being disappointed Mm. so to answer your question of what I've been doing learning to open my heart again to one person and that person being James has given me the confidence and the okay and the positive reassurance that hey, you can open up to someone, you can be intimate with someone. In this case, it just so happens to be with my partner that it's okay to try with other people. But I think it still takes a lot of time because from when we met in my early 20s to the end of my 20s, I had no interest in getting like the closest to people. Mm-hmm. And like you can probably feel it as a friend. Right. And like, I'm grateful now looking back. I'm like, oh, my God, Viv has stuck around this whole time, even though I'm like, (laughs) not just to you, but to everyone. Right. Even to myself. I was like (laughs) to myself and like my true feelings. And so it took me 
10 plus years to get to where I was a few years ago to be able to feel comfortable enough to open up to one single person that is James and it took another two three years for me to get to a place where I'm now willing and comfortable and able to slowly start taking baby steps towards opening up to friends yeah and yeah I think like the reason why it's scary to open up to people around you is because I think there's more at stake there's more strings attached like maybe because they're friends with your friends or maybe you just have a fear that people are gonna abandon you and whatever right like because you're close to someone I think it's scarier to truly show up as yourself versus to a stranger but I think the fact that our listeners are already trying with strangers and sent us this very beautiful and sweet email we didn't read all of it but the first half of it was like when I read it I was like (laughs) like I was so touched so the fact that you're already trying is already so valuable and through repetition and you know trying and trying and to not I guess like give up you'll only get closer and closer and feel more and more comfortable and confident in being intimate yeah I think there are so many things that you shared that it was just so beautiful and I, I want to like just point a few of those things out because I think it's really important I think like as you just shared just being open and aware like you might know how important it is to have intimate relationships and to show up that way right and just the same way as like people may have had this perception of you because this was the content that you put out this is the content that we put out that we might be this way but the reality is that you can know something is super important and it could be so difficult for you like even for me this conversation was quite difficult for me to have I felt a lot of resistance um, when talking about intimacy with people because I think it's a struggle that I have in my life I think the other thing that really was so cool that you pointed out was the timeline of how long that took and I think for you specifically being able to pinpoint your loss that you experienced with your brother at age 17 and seeing how long you protected yourself right from being disappointed not by like people disappointing you but like just experiencing that loss and that pain you protected yourself for a very long time you really didn't have interest in getting close to other people you wanted to do everything yourself and i was there for that i remember that (laughs) and um it truly does take baby steps um one thing that my therapist always talks to me about is that the dynamic that we are able to create within our therapy session is a way for me to trust that it's possible to do that in a relationship outside of my session. So for example, if I wasn't able to experience this level of connection or trust or being able to resolve conflict in a healthy way outside of therapy, let's say pre-therapy, maybe with my parents, maybe with friends or past partners, if I'm able to experience conflict within therapy 
and resolve it or like share something intimate and then hold that space for me. I then trust that it's possible to do it with other people. And I think when you shared your example of how James was the first person, you know, in maybe the last decade that you were willing to slowly open up to making it possible in that relationship, you've now gotten to a place where you're ready to kind of open up that door, open up your heart to other people. Hey, it's possible. You know, like I felt this with James. I've felt the comfort and the support, whether with your coach as well. I can resonate with that truly. And I think because I've had this consistent person in my life, my therapist specifically, where she's made it feel possible to have a different type of relationship, a different dynamic, you start feeling more ready, more comfortable, more confident to go out there and do the same with people in your life, right? And just bringing this back to the listener, it starts by just trying and you know, like you trying and reaching out to us sparked this entire episode, which is so cool. So thank you for that. Um, but it does start with what you feel comfortable with. And the more possible it feels to you, the more you'll be able to form these more intimate relationships in your everyday life. So uh, <laughs> I just slowly leaned in into, into the mic now that you feel that it's possible, Viv, mm -hmm. being very conscientious of the resistance that is present, being able to hold space for it and to allow it to exist and to not judge it or to not shame it or anything, when you sit with it now, we can go two directions that you can choose. The first direction is where do you think this resistance may be coming from and what may it be protecting you from or now that you're aware of it and you're holding space for it how are you thinking of moving forward with it if at all or you can answer both mm. so this actually just came to mind but I think I realized like my fear of intimacy stems from me thinking that I'm a bad person and that if someone was to truly get to know me they would be disappointed in who I am as a person. Because for me, I think one of my biggest struggles to this day is labeling myself as good and bad. And so I strive to be a good friend, be a good anything. But the reality is that like we are not good or bad, you know, like we just need to accept ourselves for who we are. So realizing that like I have this fear of showing up as my true self because I have this perception of myself as like being bad. So the steps to do that, for me at least, and this is a much more personal experience, is how, like, what are ways for me to accept myself more and not label myself as that, to like truly love myself? Maybe it's, I need to re-listen to that episode we put out for Valentine's Day about <laughs> self-everything, self-love, self-acceptance. But I think, yeah, it, it is like digging a little bit deeper and figuring out what is that root fear, right? Because earlier I started off by saying like, oh, maybe it's like the fear of abandonment, but where does that come from? It's this fear that if someone was to know me, this perception that I have of myself is so bad, so bad that they would leave. They would not want to stick around. And that's definitely not true. So 
yeah, that look, I have my first step after this episode, what to focus on. <laughs> but I think so the the most powerful thing I learned from coaching is that, you know, even with my story that I just shared, right? A part of me was judging this other part of being lazy, of being complacent, of wasting my time when in reality this part of me just wanted to protect me from hurt and disappointment and so very possibly this part of you that's judging good or bad or maybe this part of you that's thinking you are bad it's still like on that same wavelength trying to protect you from something yeah and if we're able to identify the why of the what is it trying to protect you from that is kind of where the the magic yeah is <laughs> this feels like a therapy session for me <laughs> coaching one-on-one i mean offline i would have just been like viv why but i feel like we, we've already gone we've already gone a few layers deep yes 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 so as you guys can tell from this episode this topic of intimacy more in a platonic sense just being open and vulnerable to people in your life is still an ongoing journey that both viv and i myself are still on very very much on and i think this just goes to show that at the end of the day i think we we all just want to feel connected to feel love and we ourselves do interesting things to protect us Mm -hmm. and although part of us may judge that side for wanting to protect us or wanting to run away or wanting to you know avoid it's actually like our body's actually working in harmony or it's trying to like it thinks it's working for you that it manifests in this way so i think if we're able to be kinder to these different parts of us if we're able to judge a bit less and to instead open this intimate dialogue with ourselves to be like, hey, you know, like I see you, you've been here for over 10 years now, what's up, this is our first time talking, it's kind of weird, but I just want to let you know that I'm here, that I will love to have a conversation with you if you're open. And, you know, like these parts of you, Sometimes they'll be like, no, and then you'll just revisit it. But sometimes they'll be like, oh my God, I've been literally waiting for 10 years for you to acknowledge me, for you to see me, for you to hear me, for you just to hear me out. All I want is for you to feel loved and I just want to protect you from being hurt. And it's through these moments and through these conversations that can only, it's like the same thing with like an actual person, right? Very similar to the previous episode on nonviolent communications. If you show up attacking yourself, if you show up attacking this part of you that's being like, you're so annoying, you've been doing this for the past 10 years, and why are you here? And, you know, like, why are you always judging me based off of one or the other, or good or bad? Like, you just shouldn't be here. Like, I don't even want to talk to you. Then that, that's the end of that conversation. So I think... For me, one of the most enlightening things is really learning how to sit with these different parts of me that I definitely judge and I still judge now and to just have a more like gentle, very, very gentle conversation with it to see where it'll go. And it usually ends up in tears because you're like, (laughs) I care for myself that much? Yeah. 
<laughs> no, I love that because I think everything you shared is is just sharing that like the first step is like how do you create this intimate space with yourself, right? And it's crazy. We already have the knowledge, like we already have the tools. We already, it's a part of us, but it's like really creating that space so that you can get in touch so that you can be open and kind with yourself. And ultimately like your external world will start reflecting that as well. The more you're connected to your internal world, the more your external world will shine in the same way, you know, it reflects out. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the saying, talk to your friend like you would talk to your best friend, especially when your best friend is upset or sad or not in a good place. Talk to yourself the way that you talk yeah. to your friend. Talk to yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, what an episode. <laughs> what a, what an episode this was. Well, thank you, Elle, for your question. Um, We love receiving these emails, listening and hearing your stories. So if anyone feels called to, we'd love to hear from you. You can shoot us an email, hello at voicehugspodcast.com or shoot us a DM at voicehugspodcast. And I just want to give a huge shout out to Vivian, (laughs) saying your full name, to Vivian. No, I really just want to give a huge shout out to Viv for showing up today even though (laughs) things have happened previously and also like despite the resistance despite the question marks that we both help each other finish what we started yeah yeah doesn't it feel amazing it does thank you ro no and thank you ro for making me feel like safe and supported enough to do that because i know a year ago i would not have reacted the same way yeah so thank you i just so much love so much love for everyone and everything and you and me and l and voice hugs and with that wishing everyone a great day wherever you are in the world voice hugs voice hugs Thanks.